review Dynamite Rampage and other wrestling news. So let's go to the first match. Yep, right. Orange Cassidy beats Page. Really good, mm-hmm. fast paced, back and forth match. Ethan Page getting yeah. his little offense and I enjoyed it. It was a great and match. I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy Orange Cassidy gets another win. What'd you think? It was a really good match. Like, Orange Cassidy's back with a new theme that is from the indie, Indies wrestling days. Like, he brought back the gimmick where he drank orange juice <laughs> and, kind of spit, and spits at someone. And that's pretty good. So that's good mm-hmm. on the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So what's next in the card? Uh, Next up, I'm pretty sure, is the... Six-man tag team match between Danhausen and his mystery opponents going up against the Ass Boys. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. I feel like Danhausen and FTR. I really love yeah. their chemistry together, and I feel like Hook and maybe someone else could team up later in the future. And after the match, of course, Billy Gunn. Uh, the gun club and the claims all got in an argument, and Billy Gunn sided with the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was yeah. a good match. Yeah, it was a good match, and the post match segment was good as well. Like mm-hmm. it, show- it showcased Fastcaster's skills on the mic. It-, it started getting them over as baby faces, even though the gun club are the heels. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. um, yeah. next up we have is. The Jade Cargill. Actually, it's not Jade Cargill. No, 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 no. Next up, I'm sorry about that, y'all. Next up is the Christian Cage live interview. He went on and on about Jungle Boy and his father and his mother. Brought out this new, amazing-looking Luchasaurus who squashed Serpentico. I want to know your thoughts on the two Luchasaurus. My thoughts on Luchasaurus? I felt, I feel that he was, he's been renewed and revigorated. He has been rebuilt and renewed. Is a new character. We're getting, I love it. Yeah, Tony Khan is putting more. He's pushing Luchasaurus more. Started pushing his one of his own stars instead of mm-hmm. the former WWE star. And we're getting and we're getting Christian managing Luchasaurus. And I think I feel Luchasaurus could pull off, pull off being the new Kane. And I think he, I think Luchasaurus can. And um, Jungle Boy reminds me of the RVD. Yeah, he does look like RVD. Yeah. Anyway, like Luchasaurus could be the next Kane if if done right. Yep. And we don't have to worry about this new Kane talking about controlling women's bodies and any other political shit. Good point. Good point. Um. Yeah. Overall, good segment. Luchasaurus squashed the Serpentico. He did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking forward to see what happens next with Luchasaurus. Well, me too. I'm looking forward to it. Next up, we have is Jake Cargo squashing Layla Gray to become 34 0. What is your thoughts on this? My thoughts it was pretty much a squash match. Jake Cargo's building wins. Mm-hmm. Cargo will eventually face, like, she will eventually face Athena in a bunch, mostly all out. It'll be a pretty good match with Athena versus Jay Cargill eventually. Like, Jay Cargill mostly going over on Athena. 
Mm-hmm. In the post-match, we saw Dina and Gay Gargoyle chasing off, trying to attack Gay Gargoyle's buddy, but then Wheeler Gray fought back and strike. Like he's trying, she's trying to join the baddies, and Jay was not having it. Nope, she was like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm really loving the stuff they're doing with Jay Cargo right now. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for the main event, the one we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, blood, blood, and gut. And gut. blood and guts. Yeah, blood and guts. Mm-hmm. I personally think this is, even though I think last year's was better with um, the pinnacle against the inner circle, this one was also really, 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 really good. Um, I love how uh, Sammy Guevara did that weird spot off the top of the cage. That was actually pretty cool. Of course, Santana blew his knee out. Apparently, Eddie Kingston's also injured. At least Kingston and Cesaro didn't beat the hell out of each other, but that's okay as well. Um... They did good on it. I'm actually happy. Um, and I'm hoping yeah. that I'm hoping that if they have another one next year, it'll be good as well. Yeah. What's your thoughts? My thoughts was like the blood and guts match was a bloody matchup. We saw a mm-hmm. bit of, we saw moments with 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 the BBC, Jericho Appreciate Society. We had A Kingston. And Satana Ortiz during the match, like Santana was injured during that match, taken to the back. All in all, it was a, an amazing, bloodiest match I've ever seen. And there mm-hmm. was a moment on TMZ where Eddie Kingston taught thrown, like thrown Sammy Guevara off the off the top of the cell. Yeah, that was crazy. And then Eddie Kingston just laughed about it. Yeah. I'm just happy that Kingston Cesar were able to get along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, Dynamite was a really good show. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a good show. Yep. Uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the fallout from Blood and Guts will be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fallout. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what is your overall thoughts on Dynamite? Overall thoughts on Dynamite. My thought on Dynamite is is a good Dynamite with the right time, the right moment. It, it could be a great Dynamite. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, now... That was Dynamite. So, Jim yep. Ross heard that he's being moved to Rampage and AEW Commentary and Shake Up. Apparently, the fans have noticed that Jim Ross was only on Dynamite on, on commentary from the main event last night's Dynamite Blaine Guts event. JR was introduced tonight's pop then Lanfair on television portion of the show. May have been wondering why he's in the booth the entire night. It turns out AW was experimenting with a shake-up and announcement team. Jim Ross called the entire hour of Rampage while Dynamite was hosting a three-person affair. That will most likely remain the case for the time being. And we got more info that Ross will join Rampage on Friday nights while Dynamite 6 was formerly from the first hour of yesterday's show. For now, it's, it's just experimental. But this change may stick as Tony Khan's happy with the results. Here's more to this. The deal with JR is like, it looks like this week, because they're doing an experiment, but it looks like JR will do the second hour, hour Dynamite, he's, he's going to be moved to the Rampage on Friday nights as well. He announced the entire Rampage show this 
So that's what's going to the news. So that was what do you think of this? I mean, I like the shake up. I think GMRs could do good on Rampage. Honestly, just let me know what you think about this. How about Jim Ross on Dark and Elevation only? Yeah. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like he could do good there. Um. But he did really good uh, commentating the Blood and Guts last night, so it was good. And yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad they're switching it around a little bit. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Here's the news with Logan Paul officially signed to WWE. Let me get to the news. Okay, Logan Paul has established himself as one of the most decorated celebrities in the, in the age of internet. His stock continues to rise thanks to his YouTube career as well as popularity as a boxer. He has officially signed a contract with WWE. The Maverick made much hype his wrestling debut on Night One of WrestleMania 38. He has partnered up with the men, took on the mysterious and surprisingly solid tag team bout. Recently, Logan Paul hinted at making a return to WWE. What will happen? Paul took over his Instagram officially revealed sign with WWE. Paul made it clear he's coming for the Miz. The Miz will trade Logan Paul after the match at WrestleMania 38. So eventually, Paul will be the baby face in the feud. What the heck? We'll have to see how the feud will be booked in the coming weeks. So, what do you think of this situation with Logan Paul being in WWE now? Honestly, Logan Paul did very good at WrestleMania. I love the match. I love everything he did. He looked gassed during the end, but hey, it's his first wrestling match. I'm not really, you know, he's supposed to be. But, I think it was a really good match. I feel like Logan Paul could do so much more. I'm looking forward to Logan Paul versus The Miz. Hopefully Logan Paul can win. But, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts about it. What's yours? I don't know that he's rest with WWE. But I think Logan Paul could put a lot, pull it off. He has the heel heat. And it's good kind of heat that you like. He also has the type of baby face that you could use for a company as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a good move on WWE's part. Mm-hmm. There's more news to cover. Apparently, Sonya Deville claims that she had never faced any homophobia in WWE. Apparently, she Deville returned to WWE Television back in 2020 for a new run wrestling role. She was a regular feature on SmackDown as the W official. She was fired from the role. Through it all, she was also an ambassador for the LGBTQ community. Deville says she never faced any phobia, any homophobia in WWE during her time with Vince McMahon's company. Deville eventually started a promo with Naomi in a long-standing feud that carried on for months on Friday Night SmackDown. It ended with Naomi winning the feud. She also a proud member of the LGBTQ community and has been together with a girlfriend a long time. It's quite open about that fact while sleeping on bus, speaking on bus and open. Sonya Deville claimed she had never faced any homophobia in WWE. And she says she's the first open, I think I'm the first openly out female in WWE. I know Darren Young was out and male before me. Certainly no shared story, at least in groundwork for me. I think the environment has changed a lot, and I've never had any negative experiences backstage or within the company. I say how I say. Develop a lot of things going on in her life, and that's what matters in the end. Tell you, Develop also hit the game bird in the future. We will see what next in store for Develop. So, what do you think of the situation for Develop? Um, I personally think that Sonya Develop, she. I'm not that type of guy, but I feel like she's, I'm going to say it, she's the knockoff version of Ronda Rousey. She's a good wrestler, don't get me wrong, she is a good wrestler, but 
to be fair, though, I feel like Sonya Deville, when she's in the ring, she's good, but, like, she had a match with Ronda Rousey before, right? Uh, At Elimination Chamber this year. Her match against Elimination Chamber, right? That match, Ronda Rousey looks so much better than Sonya Deville. Um, I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite or something like that. I'm just saying that Sonya Deville, she's a good wrestler, but she's not as good as Ronda Rousey. But I will say this. I would love to see Sonya Deville back in the company. I would yeah. love to see Sonya Deville wrestle on Raw more. Have her challenge for the Raw Women's Championship like she never got in April. Do something like that. But what's your thoughts? My thoughts on Deville that, like, Deville is like, and my thoughts on Deville is Deville that she has a, she has what it takes to be a, an entertainer, a star. I'm happy that she's she's in the LGBTQ committee, that she's gay, that she she hasn't been married, she been in a relationship with a woman for a long time. I'm happy for her for a future marriage, a woman. Yep. Let's hope for it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, it's a, a new news. Apparently, there was some DNA evidence. Proved that The Rock has five additional siblings. Apparently, Dwayne the, jo- the Rock Johnson grew up on the road. His father, Rocky Johnson, was a star for Vincent Man, long before anyone could imagine the career the great one would have. That time, the road led to the wild times, and one Canadian filmmaker story about it. L- Lisa Purvis was an 18 year old when she first reached out to her real father. It turns out that the father is none other than Rocky Johnson. In 2017, Lisa set out to make a documentary about what life is like for a child who are abandoned by their parents. During the research, DNA evidence revealed that Rocky Johnson has several other children. All five of them had additional testing done. We confirmed that the Rock, Rocky had at least five children across Canada, according to the story on Pervs and Sports Illustration. Emmy, the Rock has five several half siblings. Dwayne Johnson was never given an opportunity to close to them. When he was younger, several of the children watched their half brother as he rose to stardom, often resentful that oh, that their father only talked about Dwayne. It does not appear that Rocky Dwayne Johnson has much of a relation with his half siblings. Despite that, others have connected with over the years, many stay in touch, and some are close. So it would be interesting to see if the Rock had any comments about the story. Fans are hoping to find out more. We'll have to wait for our perv documentary. Just call me Lisa. The film is still in production and slated to release soon. So, so what do you think of this story? I mean, The Rock, The Rock to me, he like, I don't know. I feel like this story with The Rock, it seems like Rock, but like me now, right? He's going to be coming back to WrestleMania next year. That's going to be happening. Definitely. Right? So, yeah. I'm just... The Rock, to me, I feel like, even if he, get, even if he comments on the story, I feel like the obligations that have been going around... Um, obligations, but you know what I mean. Um, I feel like he, he will comment on it. I'm going to say this. He will comment on it. I'm going to say that Rock is going to probably give his thoughts on it and I'm hoping that Rock is, is going to step up like a man and say what he has to feel about it but I want to know your thoughts uh, my thoughts about the, the Rock Rocky Johnson have siblings this was a surprising news I didn't know the Rock has half siblings I mean so- I think that him and Rocky Johnson being half siblings is, you know, there's a. I feel like The Rock and Rocky Johnson they go back way long. You know what I mean? So like, 
I'm happy to hear that they're related in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now let's let's go to other news. Apparently, Tony Khan wants to bring the Forbidden Door to the De- Detroit. Let's go to that what? news. Yep, Tony Khan wants to bring the Forbidden Door to Detroit, Michigan. AEW outdid themselves with Forbidden Door preview event. The June 26th show was full of action, excitement, wrestling, entertainment. Princess Tony Khan already have could have a venue for the Forbidden Door too, locked in his mind. Khan opened this week rampage taping for not no. AEW films content for Rampage immediately following the conclusion of Dynamite. The show airs at 10 p.m. Saturday every Friday. We spoiler room for Rampage. Khan told us cry at Lucy in the arena in Detroit, Michigan. He wants to bring for Britain Door to the Detroit. The inaugural for Britain Door peer review and it took place at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. The NW the New Japan president, Takalami Obari, has previously wheeled his intention of bringing for Britain Door to Japan. Obari said he could see the Event concluding with the New Japan 50th anniversary celebrations. What what do you think of this story? I'm actually looking forward to Forbidden Door being in Detroit. I feel like they could do pretty good in there. Uh, Detroit has some arenas that Forbidden Door could, you know, be a part of. And I'm lo- really looking forward to it because, like, I, I going in right, I didn't really want it to only be in Chicago. I feel like they need to expand to other places as well. So I'm happy they're going to Detroit as well. But what's your thoughts? My thoughts, um, I think I think it's a good idea. Like, like I think they're gonna do like like two nights of Forbidden Door. Night one could be in Japan, and night two, like next week, they could do it to Detroit for next like next Sunday or Saturday. Yep. Mhm. All right. Here's one more news. For for here's what here's another news. Maria Canales. Spoke to Tony Khan about ROH's women's division booking. Apparently, Ring of Honor went on a hiatus last year for making comeback with Supercard of Honor pay per view on event on April 1st, 2022. But those not know, ROH is currently owned by AEW President Tony Khan. ROH has sought women's division for promotion, desired to shut it down doors. WWE superstar Roxanne Perez was first ever women's. ROH wins champion. Khan's plans to revive the women's division. Sean spoke from Brian at Baywall that Impact Wrestling's Murray Canals had a very good conversation with AEW head honcho regarding ROH's women's division. Tony Khan and Murray Canals had their talk. Graf Sodi's Will Washington spoke to Tony Khan following Ring of Honor's Supercar Scrum that noted that Maria has mentioned hoping to talk to Tony Khan's division. Booking Khan said he was open to the conversation and were told it would take place. Maria told Fight she and Tony Khan had a very good for a 30, 45 minute conversation. She believes they'll likely have another talk when Ring of Honor makes his re-debut. Side that she was talking about helping out the division. She doesn't speak out of the town, but she doesn't think the nature of her pack deal would be affected by that. Maria speaks to Fightful that she's happy to impact loves how Korea has been so far in a few months reigning on her community current deal. Maria will be at the Women's Wrestling Army July 8 and 9 Chicago. Ari's will be holding death for Dishonor in Louisville, Massachusetts on July 23rd. The first has yet revealed the lineup of the show. So, what do you take on this story? I mean, what's your take on this story? I'll start. I'll start. Like, Maria. Um, my, my co-host is going to be back for a bit. He has a reflex. 
But here's the thoughts on the Ring of Our Women's thing. Apparently, that Ring of Our Women's division needs to be ran by a woman who knows about it and has history. That is his thoughts. That's what you have to say about the Ring of Our Women's division. He will be back for the Rampage review and the other news. So, I'm so. Uh, by the way, I, I, let's uh, well, let's start Rampage, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with Rampage. All right. This is Rampage. Let's review Rampage. Let's start with the 20 man Royal Rampage for the top and facing the interim AEW World Champion Moxley. We got Red Ring participants in order: Powerhouse Hobbs, Hangman Page, Ricky Starks, John Silver, Roosh. Penta Oscaro, Keith Lee, Dustin Rose, Dante Martin, Brody King. We got the Blue Ring participants, Tori Nees, Darby Allen, Butcher, Max Caster, The Blade, Swerve Slickland, Matt Hardy, Frank Kazarian, Konosuke, Skei, Takashid, Kashia, Orange Cassidy. And we had the final two participants. That was Darby Allen and Brody King. Darby tries to bit the fingers of Brody to set up himself for pushing off pushing Brody off the ring. It didn't work as Brody fights over the sledgehammer strikes. Brody puts Darby to sleep a hold and lifts him up without letting him go to the outside of the ring. Darby instantly passes out in almost hang almost in a hanging position with Brody choco as Brody lets him go to win the Royal Rampage battle. So what do you think of this match? I love the idea of a Royal Rampage. If you're using two re- <coughs> excuse me. If you're using two wings for blood and guts, I feel like a royal rampage works very well in this environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like when the next time they do a blood and guts, they should definitely have another royal rampage. Um, I personally think that Brody King is a good winner to do. You need someone to have um, a first match with John Moxley. Obviously, he's going to lose, but still, it's still good because John Moxley he needed a first opponent. I will. I'm honestly all for John Moxley versus Brody King. I'm honestly all for John Moxley versus Malachi Black in the future, maybe. Um, but I'm looking forward to Dynamite to see John Moxley versus uh, Birdie King. Yeah, my biggest complaint is that the pitcher pitcher break there was a serious buzz kill. This is for a shot at the AEW World Championship. Let's make at least the first thirty minutes commercial free. But that's just me. That's just me. That's the decorator of a champion. My heart has been. Why have been eliminated so early? Honestly, not a fan at all. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Here's, here's Alex Marvez trying to book who has really no comments as he really joined his Doritos. Alex want to know what next for Hook as Hook remains silent. Alex suggests, Alex suggests to Hook that may, Hook maybe Hook is a go with a flow type person. Hook snaps and grabs Alex by the collar, tells him exactly like people's problem. People just didn't think, okay. Alright, match two. Hiroku Gotu and Yoshihashi versus the Young Bucks. Nick Gorodo sets this up. It was a big, big matchup. We had a hot tag from Gorodo after Young Bucks worked the matchup. There was near falls from the hook flag legs leg. Matt Gaza blinds back to tag to his brother as the Jackson double team on Gorodo setting up for a running knee strike. They picked up the near fall as the brothers continued to try to double team on him. Hashi got in Kitana with a high hunter combination with two count. Go to Hashi, try to pull it on Nick, but Matt grabs um, Hashi's ankles and pulls him out of the ring. Go to hit Nick with a lariat. Matt delivers a suit kick to Goto and Hashi. 
Good God, what the kick. All four men are down the ring as they barely made it to their feet before a 10 count. 10 count. Down the ring. All right. Go to successfully tagging the Hashi as Hashi hits Nick with a couple of. So got a two count pinfall attempt. Matt super kicks Hashi as Bill Jackson by a super kick. Go to into the other ring. Boss goes for a BTE trigger. And Hashi as Nick does a great leaping springboard attack onto Goto. Amazing. Nick follows up by running back to the other ring. At least on top of those, both the rings for a melted driver and this one. So, the match? I personally love the match. I love that they kept Goto and Yoshihashi in the States for this match. Um, of course, because they won that match by an against Aaron Solo and DT Marshall, uh, they got a shot against AEW Tag Team Champions. I thought it was an okay match. I thought that Yoko Toto have really great together. And, of course, the Young Bucks and the Young Bucks. So, you know, so I'm, I'm happy with the Young Bucks winning. Um, I'm yeah. happy with the Young Bucks have next sword. Yeah. And, honestly, like, the Young Bucks match was pretty good. Yeah, like, they were, like, reminding me how the Bucks were good in New Japan. They were separate the best in tag team. Yep. I, I just need them to be more consistent, like, in this match. But, anyway, let's go to the spot. Let's go to the straight there. John Gresson talks about taking on Tully Blanchard, two of, two of Tully's best men in the tag match next week. It's Rampage. Gresson is upset at Kisaro. Dennis and the others being called the best that he considers himself the best. He's chased at this greatness for 17 years now. He's the man to get respect. He's hoping at the next two conservation, conservation, including him to start. So that's mostly for next week. It's going to be Gresham and and his partner Lee taking on two of Tully Butcher's men. The Gates of, Ag- prob- Gates of Agony. They're probably going to do the tag team that Tully Butcher has because I believe they're setting up Jonathan Gresham and Brian Cage for the Ring of Honor title. So I don't expect Brian Cage to be in this match. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, we go to match three. Tony Stark versus Nyla Rose. Maria Schiffer is at ringside in the corner of Nyla as he looks on Tony Storm. This was a great string for a match. Nyla putting the perks on, on Storm. Storm fighting back. We had, like, Nyla continuing with best kick on Storm. They got another near fall. Process that Nyla ripped a piece of a tornado turnbuckle and went flying across the ring. Now Charlie looking for a nice value knee drop as he misses. So then starts to find her with a German suplex. Sheriff trying to interfere one more time, but got the boot to the face of Storm as she set up Nyla for the pendulum DDT for the victory. So what do you think of this women's match? Um, the match was okay. They had the sloppy moments. Um, because neither Rose, let's be honest, there's been a teasing a little bit. Um, probably getting a little bit of rerun staying on dark, but I, I, I personally think that Nella Rose is becoming a better wrestler than she was in 2018. Uh, yeah. and I, I, I love Tony Storm. I'm loving this new team of, uh, oh god, what's it called? Thunderstorm, is it called? Yeah. I love that. Um, but I enjoyed this team a lot. I think they booked the Rampage very well. And yeah, I'm excited for next week's tag team match. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my thoughts that like that, that the tag team match next next week's on Rampage. I mean, Th- Dynamite. It it will be a good tag team match. I cannot wait. I I would love it. 
exactly. Yeah. All right. So now, ne- 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 next up is other news. What do you have in store? Huh. Well, next up, um, let's see. Now that was the main event: Tony Storm versus Nyla Rose. Yeah. Uh, let's get to other news. What, what do you have in store for other news today? Oh, all the other news, right? Um. Let me look at the other news. Excuse me. I'm going to look up the other news. Let me get you to be a sec, quick sec. Oh, you're good. You're good. I'm using, I'm using, my, I'm using the Kindle thing to help me find my news. Let's talk about Miro Phillips is a no-brainer for Lana to join AEW. Okay, let's go more on that. Lana only manages to stay in the spotlight long after her release from WWE. In the end, she was released because of a look at her contract. Mayor also believed that Lana going to AEW is a certain sense to release. CJ Perry has been engaged in a very project. Kids are so busy in many ways. Mayor is busy in AEW. While speaking to Quark Culture Wrestling, Mayor stated that he believes Lana joining AEW is no banner. Honestly, a lot of fans want to see CJ Perry. On, on my AEW television, only time with up is the bro brainer happens. I know it's always works, but in my mind, the idea is my life is always there. So it's no brainer for my gorgeous life to join my, join my team eventually. Waiting to see when Lana ends up joining her husband. AEW. Fans will certainly love to see her match in Mira as well. So what do you think of this story? Um, I'm looking forward to Lana going to AEW. I personally think that she can do. She can manage Miro really well. I really want Kip Sabian to come back, and I want him to uh, team with Miro so that Lana can uh, manage both of them. I think that will be good. Miro um, needs a manager right now. Not that he's not charisma. I just feel like he's missing something that is Lana. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about Matt Hardy. Talk about what's next for AEW. All right. Matt Hardy's been through a lot in his career. However, when Jeff Hardy came around in AEW as well, the Hardys were right once again for absolute mayhem. Now as, now as Jeff Hardy is hopefully one of the separate out of fold, Matt Hardy has to pursue his next step in AEW. Jeff Hardy was arrested for a DUI this day so far two going to be in a huge match. The schedule, the Hardys are going to be in a tag team match at Road Ranger. Since the AEW tag belts on the line, it's a big opportunity to miss. Hardy apparently realized, talked about it in the latest episode of being the elite. The sorry reference to multiple instances where there was successful Pat, but something bad happened. He thought of how a everything is fine. See, like they're on the right track to cement the legacy. How the GUI happened. I don't put that on Jeff. I blame Jeff for that. I look in the mirror. I go on. I'm the one that keeps bringing him. Carl Bain ourselves one of the greatest tag teams ever. Nate is telling one thing I can say with clarity, clarity that not AD will tag broken. But not broken in fun, technical way. Not at all. Burnt and broken. Why give a shit about anything anymore? But I took the extreme. Life of Natalie podcast talked about what in store for him next. He spoke a great deal about his brother. He said his health and well-being constant for wrestling. He said he couldn't make directions in the ring and use his real life as a jumping point. So, so, what? Oh, yeah. And my heart says he doesn't put any Jeff on blame again. He knows that he wanted to cut street. You keep trying to get Trap Hardy to the fold with a legacy as an section. So, it's, some, it's, it's something that nobody can take from them, despite their character alive. So, w- what do you think of this story? Um, I 
what's next with Jeff Hardy? I personally think that Jeff Hardy. If, if, if he, here's what's gonna happen. If Jeff Hardy doesn't get through rehab and still is the same way he is before, Jeff Hardy's done. He cannot wrestle anymore. If Jeff Hardy goes through rehab, gets completely sober, clean, does everything he needs to do, gets back in the ring very nicely in the ring again, not sloppy as hell, I could see Jeff Hardy staying in AEW for a little while. I could see Jeff Hardy wrestling for another three or five years in AEW. Uh, but he needs to rehab. Do what he needs to do, and, up, and finally do what uh, Matt I, I, and finger wants to do is to get better. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the story? All right, yeah. So, all right, KMA confirmed publisher for AEW Fight Forever. AEW came in later, and time signs up to WWE. Company is specifically competitor to WWE, even the offers differ. However, WWE has a huge history of PC and costume games, which the fans enjoy, enjoy greatly. The Tony Khan led promotion adventure into the world of gaming for a while. The upcoming real game AEW Fight Forever is a massive step forward in direction. AEW Superstar KMA Mega is who the publisher in the game is going to be. THQ Nordic, who has been a massive 25 year history of developing pro wrestling games for WCW and WWE, is publishing starts on the AEW game. Omega appeared in the CEO Gaming Twitch channel to reveal the publisher for the game. The THQ journey in publishing wrestling games started in 1997 with WCW Wars of the World. The company did four more games after the Reserve PS games. THQ started publishing wrestling games WWE in 1989, kept it up until 2014 when the company came on the system for stress and fell apart. Nord Games part the THU trademark in, in August 2016. The company renamed THU Nordic and it keeps its standards operations up. So, what do you take on this story? I, about Fight Forever, I personally think that if you've looked at the current leaks of Fight Forever, you can tell it's gonna be a good game. Like, I am looking forward to having it. Um, but I personally think that. AEW, you know if they're like singles record, they have to put all that stuff up. You know how AEW is, they put the rankings, the records, all that stuff. It's gonna take a while to fix all the bugs, all that in the game. Um, but I'm really looking forward to Fight Forever and to see what is next for AEW and video games. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. So, alright. Do you have any other news for us? Uh, let, let me check. Let's see if more. Okay. Oh, yeah. AEW issues playbook to talent that includes wellness policies. Apparently, pro wrestling is a risky and dangerous sport, as anyone could get injured at any time. As such, every pro wrestling promotion has a set of wellness policies at our facilities. Details for AEW wellness policies have been revealed as well. Jeff Hart's example how there's a great need for proper wellness policies, especially after the most recent DUI arrest. It was the turn of arrest in decade as well. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, AEW has a talent book playbook that's given to all wrestlers. Document contains information on number of policies, including drug policy and drug protocol. AEW has a talent book distribution to everyone who includes information on company, company, and company drug policy. Protocol, hydration, other items. They also have a mental health resource available to the, to the staff. 
Beth and have done training on physicians. Hydration and maintain mental and physical health. The Hardys are ready. Hardys already entered their alcohol treatment as well. Tony Khan stated that Hardys on his last chance in AEW. We hope for his sake that anyone else around Hardy properly recovers. What do you think of this story? Um, with the wellness policies, AEW, I'm glad they have wellness policy because let's be honest. Um, if Jeff Hardy didn't get that DUI arrest, I don't think that he would have been caught in the wellness policy. Let's just be honest here. Um, that's just personally me, though. I think that the wellness policy, every company needs it. Every company needs this wellness policy. I'm really looking forward to seeing, like, you know, what happens. Um, I really love the fact that, like, let's see, be even though they have a wellness policy, it's going to be a very important wellness policy. You know what I mean? Like, they don't do wellness policies from marijuana anymore, stuff like that. Um, but I really, I think that wellness policy is really needed. But, but, but what are your thoughts? My thoughts on this whole policy thing is, well, I think it's a good thing for the policy because it, it, it reduces the chance of alcoholism, DUIs, and drug yep. addiction, and no more steroid abuse. It solves that problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this already, but another thing I wanted to talk about is Logan Paul standing with the WWE. Yeah. Um, Logan Paul signed to part-time stuff in the WWE, and I'm very much looking forward to it. So what are your thoughts on Logan Paul signing with WWE? Logan Paul signing with WWE is actually a good decision. They're, they're an entertainment company, and Paul, Logan Paul is an entertainer. Yep. On YouTube and everywhere, so it's no brainer. They're perfectly they're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And what I'm afraid of is they're gonna start using him more often and start putting putting other rest putting wrestlers in like in catering. Yeah. That's what I fear. But, but I trust uh, I but I'm just uncertain with WWE's WWE because we see yeah. most of the wrestlers in catering. Yeah, um, you're right about that one. Um, yeah. So, do you have any other news today, or should we call it an episode? Uh, I got one more. All right. Jeff Hardy pleading not guilty in the DUI case. Oh, so yeah. We already talked about it. There's more to this. Hardy's, yeah, we all know Hardy figure. He has reached out to Hardy. He Hardy recently played plea on the DUI case in Florida. As report from PIU Insider, the former WWE star, WWE star entered a plea and not guilty. The plea was filed on June 28th. The star is going to go get wrangled in court on July 5th at 2.30 p.m. He was arrested on June 13th. This was their DUI offense. Hardy is also charged with being behind the wheels while possessing a, a suspended, canceled, revoked license. The primary charges are felony under Florida punishable law of the five years of imprisonment. Should Hardy be convicted if he gets five? He'll be about to get five years in prison. The others will fall other misdemeanors. Hardy's been out on a $35,000, $3,500 bailout. <coughs> Hardy's a lot to sort out. You got to rip, he has gone into a rehabilitation facility on June 21st. He got a new chance at AEW to reinvent himself. How to turn his future in AEW depending on his completing his term in rehab. However, his not guilty plea might mean that Stark could come clear out of any severe.
So what do you think of this story? And how what how you and and do you believe Hardy should receive the five year sentence in prison? Jeff Hardy needs to plead guilty. Face it, Jeff. You need help and you need help now. You need to stop this. You need to face facts that you need help. Do what you need to do, and then get back and stop doing this. I'm sorry, I kind of went a little rant there because I, I just, mm, I do think that with this whole story, I'm scared that Jeff Hardy is just never gonna plead guilty. He's just always gonna say he's not guilty. It's gonna end up bad for him. But uh, yeah, all I'm gonna say to you, Jeff Hardy, is if you're listening to this, please, please, just stop, just stop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Jeff Hardy should serve the five years, but that yep. means he his AEW contract will be terminated. So that's a that's a bad that's the negative um, the idea of him serving five years in prison. But it has to be done. Yep. That, yeah. So this is this is about it. Um. Thank you. This is it. Um. Thank you all. This is Augusta Ali podcast. Thank you for having me on the show. Yep. Uh, my co-host. We'll see y'all next Saturday. Uh, yep. Next mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next time. All right. So see y'all later. Yeah, next week. Bye. Bye.